Definitely, we can always learn many different things from the Scriptures. Maybe to begin with today, don't listen to talking snakes. Huh? <laughs> I think it's very appropriate that we begin the season of Lent in the first reading that we um, hear encounter on this first weekend of the season of Lent is of the fall of Adam and Eve um, being created in God's likeness and image, um, definitely without sin. And then we hear of uh, the serpent, or also believed to be Satan, the devil, who tempts and convinces uh, Eve first to take of this particular apple that God told them not to eat of, uh, this fruit of this particular tree, and then she passed it on to Adam as well. And we see that sin enters into our reality of our human condition. So it kind of helps us to recognize what this season of Lent is all about, right? It's about turning away from sin. Even Adam and Eve at that time maybe were completely identified before the fall with God. Their identity, who they were, um, where they received the source of all their needs, came from God. And what he provided and made for them. All these beautiful trees, all these particular things to eat of and to receive in this garden except this one particular tree. And after the fall, we see um, when sin enters in, it's a sense of us taking care of ourselves, recognizing that they were naked, now going to put and make uh, cloths uh, to cover themselves, them trying to fix um, their own problems, trying to find identity within themselves or within the world that they live in or needs a particular thing around us. But Again, it's been going over and over and over again in my own mind so far in this season of Lent is that repent and believe in the gospel. Repent and turn back to God. So I believe that a successful Lent could look like this, that each and every time that you recognize that you, make it, that you commit a sin, you literally stop recognizing that you have sinned and desire to turn back to God. So in some sense of recognizing that you sinned, recognizing this sin isn't your identity, it's not who you are as God's son and daughter, but actually making that stance that this is not who I am. I am of God, I am of his love, and not of the sins that I commit. And if you did that 30 or 40 times each day, in some sense, or however many times you sin, maybe two or three times, <laughs> maybe 100 or 200, I don't know. Anyway, uh, however many times it might be that, you, that we do sin, but an actual turning back to God. Because the more that we sin, then the more that we stay connected to that sinful state. But the more that we can recognize that sin is not of who I am, even though I have fallen into it, and I turn back to where my true identity comes from, my true source, I turn back to God. Again, I believe that on, by the time 40 days comes by and we enter into Good Friday and Easter Sunday, there will be a really a true or a deeper realization in your own heart why we really needed Good Friday and Easter Sunday. We're aware of our own struggle and tangle with sin. 
Which really, I think it's also important to recognize that sin does come from inside. It does come from our heart. A sense of a pridefulness, a sense of negative thoughts, a sense of jealousy or comparing myself to other people, um, a sense of who's right and who's wrong, uh, just a sense of judgment. Um, all those particular sins, they do start here. They come into our heart. They come into our head. We think of them. Sometimes we miss them. Sometimes we anger, don't even realize what we're doing it. Lustful thoughts just seems to be natural. So during the season of Lent, I would encourage you to, to be attentive to where the sin really does come from and that it is from me. It is from my heart. It is from inside. It is here. This is the source. But then also, hopefully, as you turn back to God, you recognize that also from inside as well, our own hearts, God dwells. And God is love. So the realization to also forgive and to have compassion, um, and to let something go, um, to pray for someone, also comes from inside as well. It also comes from our own heart. And the more that we are able to turn back to God, um, the more that we're able to be attuned to our true identity, everything that we have and that we need comes from Him, and hopefully we'll begin to choose and to live out of that place of love instead of that place of sinfulness. So it really has to be us. We truly have to desire to turn back to Jesus, to turn back to God this Lent. To recognize that we have sinned and we want to turn back to Him. It's interesting, I was at a, uh, so at a, re a retreat back in the beginning of February, and the retreat director spoke just a kind of just the, the, the world and society that we live in, and even especially of maybe Hollywood and movie makers and particular people that put out different things, shows, they really want us to be afraid of, of evil or to be afraid of demons or to be afraid of these particular things, be frightened. But it's interesting that they do not want us to be afraid about sin. Many different shows and whatnot, it's it's all, in some sense, about it's okay to do these other particular sinful things. Um, but yet, you, it's the opposite. God has destroyed the evil one. We are not to be afraid of demons. We're not to be afraid of the devil. Yes, they can be frightening, and yes, they can be tempting, just as we heard in the gospel today. And they can be rather very convincing and tricking, trickery and trying to, to change our minds, to choose to sin. But we should not be afraid of them. And I think it's also important to recognize that, yeah, that tendency to sin um, is still part of our human condition. And it will be there. We will be tempted. You will be tempted today. You will be tempted tomorrow, maybe multiple times. Um, so that is, is real, but we do not need to be afraid of it. But what we do need to be afraid of is many times how easily we do slide into sin. How sometimes so easily we convince ourselves that this is okay. Or sometimes how we're able to see, well, society seems to say that this is fine and nobody else seems to get in trouble for it. So why should I not do it? Everybody else is gossiping. Everybody else seems to get angry. Everybody else seems to be taking the Lord's name in vain or cussing at work or at school. Everybody else seems to look at these particular pictures on the internet, lustful thoughts, Nobody else seems to get in trouble for this. 
Why should I be worried about it? And so this is exactly the part that I want you to catch. (laughs) It is a sin, and you're meant to turn away from it. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus says to Peter, get behind me. Even in the gospel today, Jesus, after 40 days of being with his father in the desert, of fasting, and recognizing what his mission was to go to the cross and to die and to rise again, and recognizing this truth is tempted by the evil one. And he is pointing at his identity, right? He wants Jesus to find um, his source of nourishment, um, his identity, and things of the world, and not from God, his Father, who is love. And Jesus, each time, is able to recognize Um, what is being said to him and that it is not true it is not to what he believes right Jesus knows that the source of his love and his care and his identity all comes from God his father so again as we begin this season of Lent and whatever you've decided to do in your particular practices um, throughout the season of Lent I hope that you're able to turn away from sin and to turn back to God And whatever helps you to do that or note that, do it. And I also encourage you to also be aware of the love that is also present. And that when you choose to love, when you choose to forgive, when you choose to live out of our true identity, the source of hope and peace that also brings to your own heart. So may your season of Lent be a true conversion, recognizing that we have a merciful God who is ready to forgive us. Note sin, turn away from it, and follow the gospel.